Stev, Abby and Asha. The Sage Institute of Massage. Hit 105. I'm sure a lot of parents have been dealing with this for quite some time, but it's my first experience with it, and that is computer games and kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm going to go, I hate computer games because I'm not good at them. I think that's why I've always hated oh, them. Right. And I just haven't got the attention span for them. But um, my four-year-old son, four-and-a-half-year-old son, is right into games on the iPad. And he wanted me to download a game that he saw on the TV, which was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Legends game. Mm-hmm. Look at me, like, stab you, be all over this one. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> How much was it? Uh, no, it's a free one. In-app purchases. Uh. Although, oh, you right. know what that means? I didn't realise because he's like, I need oh. to wait for a while to be able to play the game. Hmm. And then I was like, what does that mean? It means that you have to buy cards. And I wasn't letting him buy the cards. Hmm. But uh, yeah. he plays it with my husband because they're quite into it. And they like, will talk about this game for a, a long time and they play together. And I was like, you know, that's really quite beautiful. It's yeah. bringing them together. Mm. But then he just became obsessed with it to the point where wake up first thing in the morning, can't play the game. Scotty. No, this is um, still film, right? Yeah, still film. <laughs> All right, not your and husband, then, your son. No, no, no. And then it would be, you know, at night, I, I can't go to bed, I've got to keep playing it. And his behavior was getting really bad. So mm. he started screaming at the game, You're an idiot, mm. you're cheating, and just going ballistic. And I was like, He needs time away from the game. Well, you get him a microphone. Mm. <laughs> so he can actually, yeah, because he's playing other people, right? So then they can actually. Is he? Oh, good mum. <laughs> yeah, he'll be playing right with the people. Why don't give him the iPad so I can cook dinner, not so I can monitor it? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, he'll be playing other people. Yeah, but, no, yeah. think, anyway, anyway, but he, well, on, on the weekend, um, as a tree, I bought some cards for him because you can buy a purchase. Anyway, so I bought these cards and he was playing, but his behaviour was so bad, I was like, we're banning it. Mm, ooh. We're mm. banning the iPad. Okay, five days, five sleeps, no iPad. That's how bad. I gave him warnings. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it was. So I hit the game. And then my husband goes to me, hey, uh, where's the iPad? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He goes, where's the iPad? And I was like, well, I've hidden it from Finn. Yeah, yeah, I know. So just tell me where it is. I'm like, no, I'm not going to tell you because it's banned. He goes, yeah, but I'm not banned. He's not banned? I'm like, what are you doing? Like, in support of your son, he goes, no, I'll play it when he goes to bed. Like, where's the iPad? Yeah. I was like, I'm not oh. going to give it to you because what? you're going, he's not, he's he's not going a bit crazy as well. You can't ban your husband. I can, and I did. It's my iPad. They can download their own. So he started like just going through he the whole house. He had a tantrum. <laughs> he had a tantrum. <laughs> Why are you doing this to us? Why are you doing this to us? I'm like, because your behavior. Both you're of mean. You. I hate How you. Old is <laughs> you're not my real How mom. <laughs> <laughs> so Scotty doesn't listen to the show. So if he is, yeah. as his little bit of a, a treat, mm. if he was listening to the show, it's on the second drawer under the utensil. Scotty, but he's not listening. Scott's mates listen. Call him right now. (laughs) (laughs) They're both going ballistic over it. It's like they're full on addicted to it. How many children do you? How many children do you have? I have three boys. (laughs) (laughs) Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit One Hundred Five. Hey, I was driving around in my uh, car yesterday. I took uh, my daughter to uh, an indoor. Children's Play Centre, uh, Chipmunks oh. at Evan Hills. She loves it there. Uh, they're great. I didn't know they existed till I became a parent. Yeah. And but you, like you can rent them out for parties. I want to rent them out for parties for us. We'll all go and go down the big slides. Not stuff. allowed to have us. Not, not allowed. restrictions. I want to. to do it at the Carindale one. Yeah. As well. How yeah. cool are because they? Because you know when you kind of go, I hate it when you go to like food and it's like restaurants and it's like kids menu. Mm-hmm. You're like surely we should be able to as well. Like yeah. it's not illegal for I us want, to order kids menu. I want, I want chips menu. with a backwards mm. S. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> is uh, it too hard? <laughs> but uh, we were driving there, and I was just uh, in the car, and I was listening to music, and uh, we've gotten finally gotten to a stage where she'll actually listen to um, our music, not the Wiggles, and um, you know Peter Coombs's greatest hits. When you say stuff. our music, you mean you and Cats? Yeah. What sort of music? Okay. Oh well, I just put on my iTunes, so I was listening to like uh, Gomez, a little bit of uh, Bare Naked Ladies, some Crash Test Dummies. Uh, some of the Decemberists, a band that you got me onto, Abby, uh, Nathaniel, uh, Ratcliffe and yeah. the Night Sweats, they're mm-hmm. fantastic. Uh, but yeah, you know, just a, a shuffle, it's on shuffle. And uh, I'm driving along and I'm listening to, I can't remember what the song was, but um, my daughter goes, Daddy, this song is blue. And I was like, what? Uh-huh. She goes, this song is blue. And I was like, oh my God, I have got myself an indigo child. I have got myself a little in touch with the other the other worldly thing because seeing music, you know, Kanye West says that he can see music and he's like, you know, it's a thing apparently. I was like, she's so in touch. Yours can see ghosts, Abby. Mm-hmm. Mine can see music. So I was that's like, that's so cool. So then that song finished and then a new song came on. I said, what, what color would you say, Rory, what color would you say this song is? She says, this song is red. I was like, do you think? Really? Okay. I'm if you think it's red. Then a sad song came on. And I said, What's, what song is, what color is this song? And she said, This song is black. And I was like, Oh, how deep you are so in wow. tune with the nature it. and the yeah, world yeah. around yeah, you. Instrument. I have got myself a special child. And now I need to you do You've got synesthesia. That's what's happening. It's amazing. She can see music. need to take her to the casino and start making some money off this because she has been sucking me dry. Uh, and I did this the whole way. The whole way there, I just quizzed her, quizzed her, quizzed her. What color is this song? What color is this song? She was naming them bang, bang. She was very sure about it. Yeah. Like, and I was like, You sure? Bang. That it's red. Mm-hmm. You're an idiot if you think it's anything else. That's great. And then just as we pulled up to um, the kids centre at, at Evan Hills, I, I just I went to turn off uh, the stereo, and um, the song that was red. It was Deo uh, by Harry Belafonte. Great song. Deo. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Deo. You know that one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, great yes. song. Uh-huh. And, she, and I said, "What colour is this song?" She goes, "It's red." And that's when I looked down, and on the display. <laughs> For the songs, it's got the album cover, and the album cover was red. And I went back through the last song that was black. That was Vitalogy by Pearl Jam. That album cover was. <laughs> then there was Weezer's blue album. That one was blue. She was just looking at the album covers and saying the color of the album cover that was the song at the bottom. And she's thinking, my dad's an idiot. <laughs> Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit One Hundred Five. I'm going to start this story by saying that, I mean, you've been to my house, Abby, you would know that this next statement is 100% true. Mm-hmm. I love Ikea. Yes, you do. And all oh. the Ikea-related products. And the and amount my, of Allen keys you have is so extraordinary. Many. So many. Yeah. Oh, I've gone I've gone next level. I just have the, the hex bit on a chuck on my uh, power drill. That is a life hack every man should need to know. I can put it. I can Off. put a bed together in yeah. six minutes. I can what? put a <laughs> yep. sleeping. Yep. I can put a Kulak Kunsten together like, like you wouldn't believe. And the Bevan Tongs. It's so satisfying. Uh, just, it's so Why good. Why do you like it so much? Is it because you have to put it together? And it's it's cheap and it's uh, it looks good and it's uh, Swedish. Who doesn't like anything from Sweden? What have the Swiss Swedish people ever done to anyone? Nothing. They've given us one of the best Muppets we've ever seen and Meatballs. IKEA and meatballs. So good mm, for them, okay. but not good for them in Britain uh, because IKEA opened one of its first um, new stores in Britain for seven years in Reading, and uh, everyone went there and went, "This is great! This is fantastic!" Got themselves a hot dog, got themselves some meatballs, and they went, "You know, we've had a big day here at IKEA. Let's all leave." And then the chaos began because people were stuck in the car park of the new store for up to four hours, or oh, in IKEA terms, the same time it takes to put together a Blonken stop. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> without a power drill. Without a power drill, that's right. Uh, the, there was only one exit 
Oh. Only one exit. You just have to pay to get out because that's always annoying because you go, that person just should have paid with a credit over. card before yeah. they went there. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and it got to the point where like people, because obviously this day and age, everyone's live tweeting this dilemma. Mm. Ikea staff had to go down the road to a shop, buy a shopping trolley after shopping trolley of water, mm. bring it back huh. and hand it out to the people. Because they're having a heat wave there at the moment. My it friends got been, up to. My friend's been texting me yeah. about how hot it is. 25 <laughs> degrees. People oh. were passing out. Someone complains about the sunburn they got in the oh. car park. They did It not. was mental. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, so, so they hired, they hired. Oh, no, hang on, you mm. tell me. Well, I don't know the question, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Answer yourself. Well, just, yes. so it took almost as long to get out of the car park as it does to get out of the store. Yeah. Yes. Because I only had one exit. Did they have all billboards and you have to have a look at all of them and then the exit was the marketplace? <laughs> yeah, you know, they, that marketplace, that's oh, what God, they get. Oh, God, it's good, isn't it? Well, that's what I didn't want anything, but now look at me. If the British people are good at one thing at the moment, it's exiting. Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Ah, g'day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Yes, we are chatting to the tradies and we're chatting about an Aussie tradition. Classic stitch up. You know, you're at work and there's a new guy there, he's an apprentice, and you go, pass me that left handed hammer, would you? Classic. Classic no, 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 the left-handed one. Yeah, that's a right-handed. We need the left-handed. There's still people going, really? Is there a left-handed hammer? I should get one. Yes, there are left-handed hammers. But 131060, <laughs> we want to know a classic stitch-up. We've got Richard in Eagle Bee. Morning. Morning, how you going? Yeah, we're good, mate. Yeah. you done one of these? Oh, I sent Fo to go ask the boss for a left-handed screwdriver, so he's in the trailer looking for a left-handed screwdriver. <laughs> The bloody stitch up. <laughs> <laughs> did it? Uh, did it bring the boys together, Richard? <laughs> no. <laughs> made him look like an idiot. <laughs> How long was he looking for it, Richo? Oh, probably a good ten minutes. Oh, brilliant! How long ago was this? Because it's still making you laugh, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this used to be on the radio now. <laughs> Hey, look, it's brought us all together. It's brought us all together. Is there any left-hand tools? There has to be some, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Scissors. Scissors. Yeah. Um, I think think Kanye's left-handed. It's a bloody stitcher. We got, uh, thanks, Richard. I'm glad we cheered up you as well. We got Josh in Bow Desert. Josh, when have you done a classic stitch-up, mate? Um... I used to be a butcher, and, um, the apprentice would always run late or just do stupid things, so, um... We used to get sticky tape and put it over his knives, so when he went to cut stuff, it wouldn't work. The bloody stitcher. You're just gonna go, mate. You're just not strong enough. You're just gonna try harder. How long? How long did it take you to figure it out, Richard? Wow. How long did it take you to figure it out, Richard? Oh, he's gone. It's that Josh. Josh. It's yeah, Josh. Richard was the last oh, guy. Oh, a terrible timing, and I can't read. Oh, what a stitch-up. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan in Ipswich, what's a classic stitch-up from you? <laughs> so I started a new job, and um, I was there for about two weeks. Me and the leading hand didn't see eye-to-eye at all. He was leaving the next day. Right. So he rang me the night before, sacked me. I rang another company the next day, started another job, and two days later, the HR manager rang me asking why I haven't been at work. So he, d- oh. he didn't actually sack me? So he had no jurisdiction to sack me. He, he just sacked me and now I'm my job. Oh. Oh. Did you stay with the new job? No, I, I actually I found another job the next the day after he sacked me. So, yeah. 
He's got a nerve, hasn't he, to be able to go, oh, yeah, I'll call and sack him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, so I guess it sort of brought him and his mates together. <laughs> <laughs> Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. I'd like to say thankful, uh, stay thankful to uh, mothers uh, at this point. I know we're nowhere near Mother's Day, but we're hoping to put a bit of positivity back into the universe today. J- uh, Drake, the uh, Canadian rapper, Champagne Puppy on Instagram, posted a photo of a thank you note he wrote to his mum saying, pretty much, sorry, I spent so much money uh, shopping on the internet. I promise I'll pay you back one day. Love your business partner, Drake. That's so, so lovely. Abby liked to thank her mum for all the dancing lessons, gave mm-hmm. her a career in show business. Mm-hmm. Uh, L. In Belthorpe, what would you like to thank your mum for? I'd like to thank my mum for being persistently pushy. No. <laughs> okay. Thanks, what to her, thanks to her, when I went to buy my first house, it all got a bit hard, so I didn't sign anything. I just left it all, all the paperwork and nearly lost it. And um, she was the one that kept it going. And, yeah, she's done that again for my rental house. And now, yeah, i got two houses thanks to my mum being very patient but very firm. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. My mum taught me how to, yeah, negotiate. She's very good. On phone calls, you know, just about like trying to get out of phone bills or anything like that. She's very She taught you? Because you're amazing at that. Yeah. You really are. Yeah. The biggest tip that she always taught me, Mm -hmm. always use their phone, their name at the start of the phone call. Okay. Yeah. It always helps. So if you go, so what was your name? Greg. Greg. Hi, Greg. How are you going? Good. Because then all of a sudden they're accountable. Okay. Yeah. Wow, well, there you go. Words of advice. Yeah, we're getting a lot of tweets through as well. Alice87 says, Thanks to my mum for burning all my dinners to teach me how to be a better cook. <laughs> Alice87, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Gemma from Peaks Crossing says, Thanks, mum, for driving me to school every day for years. Yeah. Oh, and Bella, true. my mum was such a hard ass, and now I'm a good person. Go me. So there you go. Mm-hmm. We had a bit. We had a bit of that at our place last night. I had a bit of a uh, bit of late night, um, uh, shall we say, counselling oh. mm-hmm. going on with a little one. Yeah, got there in the end though. Mm-hmm. Got there in the end. You got to do it. So now, maybe ten years from now, some radio station will be going. Here's the letter <laughs> that Gigi <laughs> wrote, wrote, wrote to her therapist. <laughs> Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit One Hundred and Five. You guys might not know this about me because I don't seem like the type that would be into it, but I am obsessed Mm. with decluttering books. Decluttering books. Yeah, and you like might not know this about me because yeah, well, no, no, no. It looks like I'm a little bit of a messy person, but you I guess, are a bit of yeah, a messy okay. person. Your desk is a shambles. It's a disgrace. And the worst thing is, it's one of the first desks that people will see when they walk into this building. I didn't ask for that no. position. I agree. I feel very vulnerable. But I do Can get I help? obsessed Could, no, never mind. with, like, well, I, I like mm. the idea of decluttering. Mm. I would love to have a wardrobe that's just so I like the idea huge. of a six-pack, but it means I have to work out. Yeah. That's my issue. But I always, I click on these articles and I go, oh, that'd be amazing. Imagine having, like, a sock drawer where everything is just, <laughs> it's just lined up. Like, that would just be so satisfying. And I look at wardrobes that are, are quite, like, just beautifully spaced. And oh. it, it pleases me on such a level. <laughs> Pinterest is bad for you. Yeah, I know. But anyway, so I've read the latest um, decluttering book. This no. one is official. This is how you can declutter your life. And it's all about, not about throwing stuff out, because anyone apparently can throw stuff out, but some people just replace them too quickly. So this right. is about uh-huh. not allowing things to enter your life unless you really need them. Okay. So there is a oh. series of questions that you need to ask. While Do- purchasing something. 
Uh, no, no, no. There's like a quarantine um, space. So let's just say you're walking into your house. Yeah. Your quarantine space can be in your hallway. Uh-huh. It could be at the front of your door. Uh-huh. Um, it could be in your garage. So things aren't allowed to enter the threshold of the official house mm. until they have satisfied these questions. Okay. If anyone wants Sounds to Sounds like Donald Trump's immigration policy, but at this stage, <laughs> I'll go with it. <laughs> yep. Anyone have an item that they want to answer the questions to? Okay, well, you're not a fan of my horse lamp. That was ridiculous, that purchase. It's a horse with a lamp on its head, and I love that thing <laughs> so much. How much was that, $200? Uh, it was uh, $200, but it was half price, so it was 100 bucks. You so do you get excited. Okay, so it would, it would go into the, the quarantine, quarantine. Era, yeah, and you'd have to answer these questions. How much did the thing cost? 100 bucks. I thought it was double that. Okay. It's 50% off abs. Uh, yeah, but I thought it was like, like 400. Anyway, are you replacing something you already own? No. That's fine. Because if not, you'd have to take out the out old thing. Out with that old horse lamp. <laughs> <laughs> In with this much, much better horse lamp. Is it amazing? It is amazing. Are you sure that you'll use it? Use it every day. The light that it gives off is ambient and lovely. Will you really? The light that it gives off is ambient and lovely. That's as soon as the sun goes down, it's the first thing I put on. Click horse headlamp. Did you buy it because you were hungry, bored, lonely, hormonal, <sighs> oh, sad, on. happy, or indifferent? I'm in a room surrounded by stuff that I bought when I was in those mindsets. <laughs> you <laughs> are one of the most. get into your house, Oshie. You can't buy anything without that emotion. <laughs> okay, so, but wait. Were you hungry when you were, because we were out together, were you hungry, bored, no. lonely, hormonal, sad, happy, or indifferent? You're a bit happy. happy. You're a bit happy. I was out with you. Oh, thank you. How much did you need it? Uh, you saw on my face how much I needed it. That's true. Desperately. So it goes through the threshold and it's in your house for good. It's for good. Yeah. So I can't get rid of it if I want to. Well, unless it's you want to replace it's getting a bit it with boring. Else. It's wearing on me now. But they're good questions to ask. Are they? Yeah, because I, I buy a lot of stuff. Like, Osha, I buy a lot of stuff if I'm yeah. like, if I'm lonely or sad or whatever, you know, two in the morning yeah. buying on eBay. I should not. Oh, it's the worst. No, no. Then you forget about it and a month yes. later the postman shows up. You're like, I don't remember this. Yeah. We... But I get really Honey, excited. I've got another one. I oh, know I've got two now. Yeah. <laughs> and you think they're presents and you forget that you bought them. <laughs> exactly. It's the present you give yourself. It's the present your emotional high, hungry or sad oh. self gives to you when you're happy. Yeah. Stab, you're right. You just look confused. I'm just I'm debating which one of the seven dwarfs. I am every time I go shopping. <laughs> Hungry, bashful, <laughs> sleepy, hormonal, <laughs> sad. <laughs> Stabbing Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105. Now get the party started. Steph, Abby and Osha are planning an event you have to be at. DJing live. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm Hamish. And together we're Hotel DJs. DJs. Party people. Osha's Bucks Party. We had a sick night. <laughs> yes, we are going to have a sick night. And it's edging ever closer Thursday at the iconic 4X Brewery. We've been planning this in your absence, actually. Osha, you've been away the last few days. Uh, busily shooting The Bachelorette and, uh, oh, gosh, have we just added uh, just an amazing menagerie, a plethora yeah. of things to your night. What do you think about Shannon Noll performing? The fact that Shannon, that Grassy's going to be there is amazing. I went to his Bucks he, party. He, he mentioned said that, that, yes. Yeah, his Bucks party was so raw because they ended up tearing the hotel down. Uh, it's not there anymore. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Straight after the I, night, I can't say any. I can't say anything else about that night. There's a cone of silence. I don't know. Um, should, so there should be. I don't know if you've heard about the other amazing thing because we're trying to tailor it to you, mate. Yeah. I hope you realise that. Appreciate You're an that. Avid cyclist, avid yes. cyclist. So, have you? Are you aware of the performance art we've got going on? 
I am unaware of the performance art Mate. that's happening because there was performance art at my last box party, but I don't think that, that we was, could invite listeners to that. No, that was called Sparkles. This one is a, a unicycle performer. Yep, brilliant. Uh, the only thing Absolutely is, obviously, brilliant. Uh, he will be performing, but we will all have to stay one metre away from him yeah. at all times. Yeah, otherwise Osha will be tweeting about it. Yeah, a metre. Please pass safely. Yeah. Yeah. Pass cycle uh, safely. But we yeah. have been adding people to the list. There, um, There is someone on the line right now. Do you always get nervous when we do this? I do, actually, because <laughs> I fear that it's going to be... Um, a female voice, and I fear it's a female it voice I won't recognise, but okay. she'll recognise mine. <laughs> All right. Well, that could be the case. This is a female voice. She's joining us on the... We won't say who it is then. You'll have to, like, uh, hey, like, uh, this is your love. This is cruel. Okay. So, good morning, random person on the line. Osha, do you recognise this voice from your past? Good, good morning, morning, guys. How are we? Oh, I'm okay. That's good. How- are you coming to my Bucks party? <laughs> I am coming to your Bucks party. Have we met before? <laughs> we have met before, yes. Uh, uh, in what year did we meet? <laughs> we met in 2015. Mm. Oh, good. Okay. Yes, you were right. so okay. bad. So I stopped, drinking, yeah. I stopped drinking by then. So if you're yep, a, yep. a woman that I've met in 2015, you were a person that worked on a TV show I worked on? Uh, not worked on. Mm. Well, yeah, she was everybody a- that was there got paid. Some of them got paid more than others. <laughs> okay, true. Yes, I was. Someone on. from Sam's Wood, Sam Wood's season. Which oh, I- so thank you for giving me the answer, Rabbi. You're a bachelorette. Hello. <laughs> I am a bachelorette. How are you? Uh, I'm 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 good. <laughs> I'm <just trying> to... <laughs> it's Nina. It's Nina from Sam. Oh, Nina! Oh my God, Nina! Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to you? see you. You are so relieved. Uh, oh, I can't wait to see you, Nina. Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing you too, Asha. <laughs> you and me participated in the single most awkward piece yes. of television I think that's ever aired outside hey, of a bloopers reel. <laughs> yeah, I you was, had, had a ball. Yeah. You got to pash Sam James Abs McKinley Wood oh, yes, uh, I did. in a very baggy pair of trousers. Um, it, it certainly wasn't cute. <laughs> yeah. Well, it didn't reveal anything, is what I'm saying. It was saying, worse for you, Osha, because you had to observe it. It was like the big perv watching this long kid. Nina, how close? Can you? I was really close to you. Yeah, yeah. You guys were pretty close, and you weren't allowed to take your eyes off us. So okay. that made no. it more awkward for you guys. Okay, for those it of was... you that may not know what we're talking about, it was the infamous <laughs> longest kiss atop the Sydney Harbour Bridge, where you guys yeah. passed for how long did it end up being, Nina? Oh, I think it was about four minutes, 28 seconds, I think, was the Guinness World Record. Okay. Four minutes and 28 seconds. They uh, they broke the record. Wow, Um, well done. So we're going to get you to do it again at the party, Nina. No. (laughs) Hell no. (laughs) 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 Facts. Light them up. That sounds like you're single still, Nina. I am still single. (gasps) What are you looking for? Because my work here is clearly not yet done. I know. Well, maybe when any of the Brisbane boys get eliminated from The Bachelor, I can just sort of pass on my number and be like, hey, I know a girl, she's kind of cute. Oh, one of the... Oh, crikey. Nina, yesterday when we were shooting Bachelorette, it was just abs, abs, abs. There was a bloke yesterday whose delts had delts. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. But he's still on the show. I can't wait to see you, Nina. We can talk wedding planning. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, hon. <laughs> All right. Oh, thank you, guys. Oh, we can't yeah. wait. Stab Abbey now with Osher on Hit 105.
we are talking about the fracas that has erupted after Sonia Kruger's <laughs> comments on the grill yesterday, when she pretty much said that immigration uh, in Australia should be stopped. We should build a big Trump-sized wall around the country and not let anybody else in. That's not exactly her word. Word uh, for word. Uh, no, that's a... <laughs> I have... Uh, I have Paraphrased. Paraphrased. Thank you, uh, Dave. Uh, but we want to know your thoughts on it. And uh, we've got Jade from Thornside giving us a call. Jade, what do you think? Hi, Stav. You, you're completely wrong there. She didn't say completely shut the gate. She said temporarily. And I completely agree. You, you have a look. What, who are the people who are coming, you know, fleeing their country at the moment? There are so many males who are, who are escaping the, you know, war-torn country and things are so bad. Where are the women and children? Hmm. Hold on there, Jade. Jade, Jade, what what, uh, what facts are you basing this opinion on? Uh, There have been a few articles and things that I have read. Oh, really? I know this sounds awful, but yes, you look at the images that are coming out in the media, how many have been males? Hmm. Mainly just males. Yeah, but Jade, what's your views on a lot of the facts that are people that are taking out um, terrorist acts were born in the country that they're taking it out on. Do you know? Like, we're, we're over, yeah, over... look, that's, that's, I mean, if you have a look at some of those, um, uh, you know, there are some theories that are going around saying that at the moment, well, it's a, you know, it's a dominating plan or something to this effect. And Jesus, did you read this on Facebook? Are you just believing stuff you've read on Facebook, Jade? No, None of that no, stuff no, is no, true. It's not, no, it's not just stuff on Facebook. No, no, no. Articles through the news and, and you know, yes, a lot of... Yeah, news but what news sources, Jade? Sorry? What news sources are you talking about? Do you only, do you only read things that agree with you or do you read things that you disagree with? No, I like to read both sides and try to be... Oh, good as for you. As good for you. Look, I have met somebody who works in one of our detention centres. Yeah. And hearing a lot of the stories, you know, as you said, it's come straight from people's mouths from inside there. Just the stories coming out is just, it, it, it's awful. Yeah, if I, was, it, if I was locked up and deprived of liberty, I'd feel that way as well. Jade, what would no, it take for you to change your mind? Jade, let me ask you this question. What would it take for you to change your mind? On what? What would it take for you to change your mind the way you feel? What made you want to call up 131060 right now? What would it take for you to change your mind and go, you know what, actually I feel okay about this. I feel okay about these people coming to this country. I would feel okay to allow women and children because they don't, I don't want to say that they seem like less of a threat, but... Hmm. You are saying they feel like less of a threat. Well, going on past events, you have a look at... Past events in this country? Well, we've been lucky so far to not have something massive happen here, yeah. but it's a matter of time. I, don't no, know, I disagree yeah. with you entirely, Jade. No, that's all right. I disagree a, with you entirely, but I'd be interested right. to know what it would take you to change your, to change your mind, and I would, I would ask you to be open to changing your mind because having a, having a strong and hardcore opinion that all people are a certain way or all people no, of this no, particular no, background are a certain way is a very no, difficult I, way to live. I'm not, not saying that at all, but mm. just with how things have been playing out, mm. it's better to be safe than sorry. Okay. It's better to be, yeah. But do you understand, though? Do you understand that excluding these people is giving the people that are committing these horrible acts exactly what they want? You are doing exactly what those people want you to do? What? Stopping them from being able to 
plan an attack? I or think something? what Osha is saying is, you know, start that divide where it's all like all, all the Muslim people are bad, therefore none, none should be able to come in. It's a, no, it's well, a... I, I, and again, I didn't say it's all Muslim people. It's just, but again, it's only, she's saying to only temporarily do it. Yeah, that, I think that... It's not something, you know, for it to happen forever in a day, but temporarily, while things are being so bad, how do you feel that you're you're talking to a radio show now that has two immigrants in the studio? How do you feel? Um, I don't have a problem. You probably didn't know that. <laughs> that's good. You probably that's didn't good. know that, did you? That's good. Uh, all right. Well, that's Jade's opinion, though, Osh, and we, we've asked for it. So we, thank we, you for calling yeah, up and, and offering it. I do think, though, that, that even closing it down intermittently is, is, is a dangerous step to take, but that's just my opinion. We've got Megan in, in Springwood. Megan, what do you think? Uh, first of all, just good morning. Morning. <laughs> good morning, Megan. <laughs> I just wanted to say, Osha, that um, I think that the your values and what you share every morning is really enlightening, and it's so lovely to hear. I don't want to treat your horn, but I just wanted to say that first oh. of all. Um, I haven't had my horn tooted in a while, so all right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mate. Yep, go on. Mate. I'm working late on the Bachelor. All right. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's not all about you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Megan. Um, basically, what I think I didn't see the show, but. I am, my opinion on it is that people are fearful and it is because the media are labelling people mm-hmm. and only what is, um, I don't know, like significant at the time to them and different policies that are being made. For example, when the bikey laws were coming in, the media were labelling crime about bikies, the bikies did this or yeah. they're associates yeah. of the bikies and it's the same, they're using Muslims and I think if you're going to label someone, then you should label everyone. So yeah. It's kind of like an Anglican man broke into a yeah. you know into a petrol station. It's like they don't actually label that always, but yet we're yeah. we're very um, quick to sort of point out that a Muslim has done something bad. Exactly. So if it's yeah, we don't need to be labeling someone's religion, Muslim mm. or anyone. Or if we are going to, then you need to label everyone. Mm. That's my opinion, and I think that the media, obviously, we don't have control. Well, I don't of any of that, but. Yeah, I appreciate that you guys don't do that all the time and I hope mm. that more people stop doing it and I think that it'll stop, you know, making people live that fearful life. Mm. Mm. It's kind so. of like in, in, inciting fear because that's what people do, they do listen yeah. to. When you see that there's going to be something fearful like, oh, this person's going to kill your family, mm. it's more likely yeah. to be watched. And that's yeah. what Here's the thing, on a current affair... The they try to create the controversy. Megan, thank you so much for calling, but like the same programs that tell you to be afraid of these, these folks from other countries will tell you to be afraid of a dodgy mechanic and then after the break... They'll tell you to tell you to be afraid of a bank. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's just here's other things to be afraid of. Tracy Grimshaw who we should be afraid of. Uh, <laughs> we got Esther. Hang on, it's a Channel Nine conspiracy. <laughs> They're promoting it. Oh, ah, Esther and Eight Mile Plains. What do you think about this whole situation? Yeah, well, um, I'm uh, probably third generation Australian mm-hmm. uh, Muslim as well. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but like Pauline Hanson's views, they're really, really extreme. Obviously. Mm. Um, you can't label everyone as a terrorist. Like mm. it's it's so extreme, it's ridiculous. Like in every religion, there's always going to be those select few that have extreme views, that think they're right, that think they're doing good things, but realistically, they're ruining everything for everyone else. Yeah, mm. yeah. How do you find and it being a Muslim in Australia at the moment? Uh, at the moment, it's getting tougher and tougher each day with. Um, like the the labelling, people mm. think you know. Well, you're a Muslim. You're you're this. You're that. You're you're a terrorist, basically. Really? So it's getting tougher day by day. Mm. Um, the looks you get, different places you go. Yeah. Uh, especially for the women wearing the scarves. Yep. 
uh, it's, it's tougher and tougher each day, I think. Yeah. Mm. Sorry to hear that. We actually took time out a few years ago. We went and visited a mosque just to, mm. to chat to some of the people because we, we we freely admit we don't know a lot about the religion. That's what I'm saying. And, the, the more exp- exposure yeah. people have to yeah. it, the more understanding yeah, they do, and it's not lovely. creating a you versus us and uh, you know mm. an exclusion. That's why I encourage people, even with the Sonia Kruger, if it has sort of annoyed you or whether you agree with it, to sort of to lead with, I, I know it sounds cliche, but to lead with love, love and not hate. Mm. Love. There's only two emotions. There's fear and love, and we can choose in the blink of an eye. Essa, what... Yeah. What what can we do? What can people who are like, I don't know how to feel about this, but the only message I'm hearing is to be afraid. What what can people do? What can what can just general people do about this? They should ask questions. Um yeah. and, and hopefully they find the right answer. Mm. I mean Islam our religion means peace. That's what it's meant to mean. But when these extremists are ruining it and blowing things up, it's just wrecking it for everyone and it's making us look so bad. Mm. But really, our religion is peace and kindness. That's what it's meant to be. Yeah. Well, that's and that's what it is for a lot of people. Hopefully that's what Not everybody looks at a Protestant and goes, well, you're all, you know, you're not really, sorry, but nobody really looks at a Catholic and goes, look, well, you're all, you know, terrorists, you know, mm. look at Northern Ireland. No, no one looks at that. No. No, um, but yeah, it's it's not going away. We're going to be talking about it more, but hopefully there will be a light at the end of this very dark tunnel. Stephen Abbey now with Osher on Hit One Hundred Five.